says, For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus in the night in which he was betrayed took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. together we'll sing that third and final verse of the precious blood uh, if you could let's stand and do that in trying times okay sorry Let's try that again. So that's the third verse, right? No? Oh, yeah, that's the beginning of the third verse. Okay, let's try this. The precious blood of Jesus Christ, the song of saints above, who stand and return thanks for a symbol of our Lord's violent death this evening. Let's pray. Lord, your son, Jesus Christ, did die a violent death. And his blood that was shed is precious to us. Lord, we thank you for that death. We thank you for what that death accomplishes something that even as we heard testify of tonight something that we couldn't accomplish on ourselves by ourselves yet something being very conscious of that we need so God we rejoice we give thanks we look forward to celebrating this in the future when all things have been accomplished according to your plan when you have won the final victory and we celebrate and we do it with every nation, tribe and tongue and saints of, of all times. God, what a, what a future we have for us. And so we remember but we also think forward and we give you the glory for that privilege. In your son Jesus' name we pray, amen.
Paul continues in the same way he took the cup also after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Take our scriptures this evening and just consider Hebrews chapter 10 as we conclude. Let's just look at verse 19 to 25 here. Of course, the whole chapter is about the sufficient sacrifice of Christ, which you're familiar with. And as soon as we're done reading this short portion, I'd just like to sing the first verse again of the hymn we began with this evening, if that would be okay. Just the first verse, Quan. If you could cue that up when we're done reading. And uh, we'll finish this particular part of our service together in that way. Therefore, brethren, since we have confidence to enter the holy place by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way, which he inaugurated for us through the veil that is his flesh. And since we have a great priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a sincere heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is, let's say that word together, faithful. That's his nature. Amen? And let us consider how to stimulate one another to love and to good deeds, not forsaking our own assembling together, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day drawing near. I think that this immediate context, Pastor Kent did such a wonderful job on the book of Hebrews years ago during the evening service. If you weren't here for that, you should go back and find it in the sermon archives and listen to the whole series. But I've often found it interesting that, that this particular portion of um, admonition of particular worship practices here in verses 24 and 25 is nestled right in the reminder of the sufficiency of Christ's atonement on our behalf. Understanding all these things that he's done for us continue to entice one another to love and good deeds. And because he's done all of this for us, continue to let what he's done by his grace force us, thrust us, compel us to continue to gather together more and more to worship him in gratitude for what he's done for us. All right? Let's all stand and sing that first verse again of that one hymn, and we'll transition to the next and final part of our service. Let's sing.
You may be seated. You may be dismissed. As we have let you know previously, uh, the remainder of these first Sunday evenings, it's going to be my opportunity to spend some time in prayer and testimony and prayer for one another, encouragement among the elders. And uh, the remainder of this time is going to be an opportunity for you to review to see if you're actually listening in the morning service. Just kidding. That's not the reason why we're doing it. It's been a request of many of you for some time for somewhat of a semi-formal way to rehearse what's preached publicly in smaller groups sooner than later after the message is preached. And there's something that's uh, helpful to us by way of application to be able to do that uh, this evening. The deacon that was going to lead this evening uh, fell ill, so Pastor Hobie's actually going to lead this discussion time and then the deacons will do it in the months ahead. So as soon as he's done, and you're done, uh, he'll have one of you stand and thank the Lord for the pizza refreshment uh, to follow, and you're welcome to uh, head that direction and enjoy um, that provision, if you consider pizza a provision. <laughs> and uh, enjoy the fellowship together on this beautiful evening. Thank you for coming. Um, Please continue to give us feedback on how things are functioning in this regard going forward and the fellowship nights going forward. We want this to be a much more intentional time of fellowship and worship for our flock. And um, we, we need to hear from you uh, what your thoughts are as well. Okay? Lord bless you. We'll see you for pizza afterwards. Pastor Hobie? All right. I got an E. Oh, there we go. Okay, the cat's away so the mice can play. All right, very good. Uh, we want to, as Pastor said, uh, use this time to intentionally uh, talk a little bit about what we heard this morning. And uh, I don't know if any of you have had opportunity, but we have uh, wonderful sermon uh, summaries that somebody in our church actually writes every week. And those are available uh, at a certain time, I think, af uh, during the week after the sermon's been preached. But that individual has gone ahead and actually come up with some questions for us to discuss in our groups. And uh, they're there on the slide, and hopefully you can read those. And so what we've done is we've asked, uh, we've tried to put deacons in each group, and they're going to kind of be the spokesperson, for lack of a better word, and in the groups where there isn't a deacon, I've asked, I think, somebody to take that responsibility. And I'm looking to make sure that we have everybody in place. Yeah, I think James and Amy were going to go back there. Tom's got that. Yes, please, Denver. And then I was thinking, Barb and Barb, if you would feel free to come over here and you could join Matt, if you'd like, when the time comes. Okay. All right, so our goal here is to... I'm going to read the passage, and it looks like it was just one simple verse. Is that true from this morning? Yes. Okay, I wasn't here. Uh, it's funny, I was asking Ryan if he would lead the group over here, and he said, oh, I wasn't here either. I was upstairs with you, Pastor Kent. So, <laughs> so he got out of it. So Seth is going to be our young deacon in training here and take that group. Um, but what we'd like to do is we'd like to uh, go ahead, and I'm, I'm going to read that, I guess, that simple verse. And, uh, and then I'm just going to go ahead and turn it over to the deacon in charge, and uh, they can just begin to either give some of their own heart on these questions, 
as they look at them, uh, reflecting on the message this morning. And, uh, or he can assign or just ask somebody in the group or any one of you in the group, what do you think about these questions? And, and um, so what we'd like to do is uh, take the next 15 minutes to do this. So that's it. Uh, so right now it's quarter to seven. And uh, so at seven o'clock, I'm going to ask Matt, Matt, if it's okay, if Matt just stands up and he's going to uh, close in prayer. And, and then you all are invited, as Pastor Tim said, we have some pizza out in the lobby. There's pizza chips. I think we have two pieces per person. If you feel like you need to leave at that time, just grab it and go. That would be fine. But if you'd like to stick around and fellowship a little bit more, you're free to do that as well. Okay? So that's the goal, and that's what we're going to do. And throughout these uh, first Sunday night communion, or first of the month Sunday night communions, we're going to do some different things. This is a, an attempt at something, and we'll see how that goes. And feel free to give us some feedback on how you think it goes. And then we're going to do some other things as well. Um, we have some different ideas. If you have some other ideas, we're talking about a 15 to 20 minute time frame of how we can intentionally fellowship around the Word of God together uh, in our groups. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and read 2 Corinthians get my uh i used to have face identity but with the mask it never does that for me <laughs> so i have to remember my passcode uh so we'll go to second corinthians chapter what is that seven all right and in, in verse 11 thank you Kay. all right second corinthians seven eleven. and here the apostle writes for behold yeah, I'm in the NASB. Okay, for uh, seven, we said, or 11. There it is. All right. For behold, what earnestness this very thing, this godly sorrow has produced in you, what vindication of yourselves, what indignation, what fear, what longing, what zeal, what avenging of wrong. In everything, you demonstrated yourself to be innocent in the matter. So with that, I'll turn you over to your deacon in the group, and they can begin to walk through some of these questions. I'll just...